Welcome to the Preservation Technology Podcast. I'm Kevin Ammons, and today we are talking to Jason Church, a conservator with the National Center for Preservation Technology and Training. Jason coordinates the center's very successful series of cemetery monument conservation workshops. Welcome, Jason. I understand you used to live in a graveyard. Kevin, that's true. I actually did live in a graveyard. My wife, daughter, and I all lived in Laurel Grove South Cemetery in Savannah, Georgia, which is a all African-American uh, Victorian rural movement cemetery. Uh, we were the living caretakers for about uh, almost two years there. It's always a good conversation starter at a party, you know. Well, when we used to live in the cemetery, you know, but uh, it, it was a fun place to live. Uh, we had good times there. Well, most people don't think, I want to grow up and preserve cemeteries. What brought you into the field? Actually, I, I'm probably one of the few people that can really narrow that down. Uh, fourth grade, North Carolina history class. Uh, my teacher, Miss Lucas, made us all do uh, local history projects, and I was living in Wilmington, North Carolina, and did a video tour of Oakdale Cemetery uh, there in Wilmington. Got to know the caretaker. He took me around, told me all kinds of crazy stories, and my dad and I would go there on the weekends and, and hang out with, you know, the caretaker, and we even, you know, we even skipped school and worked together a few times to go, and, you know, he took us in some of the mausoleums, things that the normal person wouldn't get to see, and I just sort of always was interested, and after that, and did a lot of projects in, in graduate school, uh, did graduate program in historic preservation at Savannah College of Art and Design, and just sort of kept focusing on cemeteries, and it, it ended up uh, being a career. So tell us about the workshop. What are you teaching folks? This year, we're covering all of the basics, talking about cleaning techniques on stone, consolidation techniques, adhesive repairs, both reinforced and unreinforced uh, we're also looking at patch fills and, of course, resetting of monuments. And all of that this year will be focused on slate and brownstone, which is sort of our unique spin on this workshop. In the past, we've looked at things like bronze, zinc, wooden fences, wooden grave markers, uh, brick mausoleum, vaulting, that sort of thing. So every year it changes up a little bit, and that's good for the people who take the workshop year after year. Uh, we get the same people occasionally that will come back to get sort of the new techniques. This year it's being held in New England. It will be in New England. This is the first time we've ever taken it to New England, which is really important for us. Uh, New England is a very important area for cemetery conservation. That's, of course, the oldest cemeteries in the country, and that's where cemetery conservation really started was in New England. So it's very important for us to go there. We haven't done it before. We're really looking forward to going there. It'll be in New London, uh, Connecticut. I understand this workshop will focus on brownstone and slate. What made those materials so popular in New England, and are they still used today? Well, they don't use them as much today. Um, uh, there's a few slate carvers still up in New England doing really beautiful work. That's a very specialized thing that's not being used as much. I don't know of any brownstone still being used, uh, but I could definitely be wrong about that. Slate and brownstone were really used, especially the slate, because that was a very familiar material. You have a lot of that in Europe, England, um, you know, the British Isles, so it was sort of coming over with uh, the people. They, they knew how to work that, but it was also their materials, especially the brownstone, that are fairly easy to get out of the ground. So with minimal effort and not a lot of technology and tooling, the pioneers of that area, the, the early New England settlers, were able to carve and, and do some really beautiful work with a material that was fairly easy to acquire. 
I understand the workshops have been held all over the country. How do you determine where to host a workshop? Well, we have moved this all over the country. This is the sixth year we've done the workshop. Uh, we try to hold them in different regions to draw the people interested in this topic from that region. It, it works fairly well. Uh, we've discovered a lot of people from other regions also come for a little bit of a vacation as well and, and to see new things and, and to look at new problems that they might not have. Um, the reason we bring it to different regions also is to try to focus on some of these specialty materials like the slates and brownstones of New England. And the way that we choose this originally was areas that really, really needed this issue. People who were calling us repeatedly saying, you know, we're having a lot of concern in our areas or a lot of interest in our area. Could you come here? There's a lot of people interested. We have a great case study for you to work at. It's changed because we've done so many of them now that we're sort of now we have a large map of the U.S. and I have mapped out everyone that we've taught classes to. And we're trying to start filling in gaps. Where haven't we been? Where haven't we taught people? Um, and that's sort of what's helping us choose the new locations. And then we find partners in that. And, and a really important thing to get us to come to an area is how good our partner is. We might not know the resources of that area, so we're looking for good partners who can help us um, come into that area, help us advertise, um, help us learn that area that we're going to hold the workshop at. Well, as I said before, it's hard to imagine folks wanting to work on cemeteries for a living. Yet the workshops have been going strong since 2003. What kind of people come to the Cemetery Monument Conservation Workshops? Uh, well, that's one good thing about our workshop. We actually see a pretty wide, diverse group. Uh, we have a real wide audience, which is a real plus for the workshop because not only do you get to meet a large group of instructors, we have a very small teacher-to-student ratio. Uh, we have anywhere from 8 to 10 instructors, and we cap the workshop at 32 participants. So, you know, you get a lot of hands-on time with each of the instructors, but also you really get to network with other people that come from different disciplines and from different areas. Uh, we get professional conservators, we get small church sextons who maybe only want to do a few grave markers that you know have small cemeteries. Uh, a lot of people coming from the national cemeteries who oversee very large uh, groups of graves. A lot of city planners um, who maybe necessarily aren't ever going to do the work themselves, but they're looking to speculate the work out to professionals, so they need to know what is the right way to do it, what should they be looking for in contract bids. So we have a really large group, and of course we have uh, lately a lot of retirees who are retired from some other occupation who are wanting to get into this in retirement age. Genealogy is the fastest growing hobby in America right now, so we're, we're starting to get that baby boomer generation coming in to take these professional workshops to start doing it in their retirement time. Have these workshops branched out into other audiences too? Well, when it started out, we had just this three-day hands-on workshop that, like the one we'll be holding in New England. And that's three days, you know, very intensive hands-on out in the field. Um, but we realized that maybe we weren't hitting all the audience that we needed. So we've actually branched off into three workshops uh, in the series. We have a much more hands-on, much more intensive five-day workshop. And that's a week-long, it's it, you know, that takes a lot of time out. So that's really, you know, geared toward the professional that really needs this sort of, you know, really hands-on, intense workshop that covers a lot of complex issues. But maybe more importantly, we also teach a basics workshop. And these are for a little bit larger group. You know, we take about 40 people for these workshops, and we hold them in different areas of the country as well. And these are one-day workshops. They last about four to five hours. It's mostly inside lecture. 
with a hands-on cleaning demonstration. And in the inside lecture, we talk about documentation of historic cemeteries. We talk about condition survey, how to identify the materials that you're looking at. And then, of course, the do's and don'ts of cleaning. And usually a different topic each time. We talk to our partners, which are usually state preservation organizations, on a different topic. Sometimes they want to look at, well, how do you do simple resetting? Or they want to look at trying to convey the importance of iron fencing or the importance of grave surrounds to a group. And the basics workshop really brings in that genealogist group, uh, the small church sextons, brings in a lot of DAR or Sons of the Confederate Veteran, um, a lot of groups like that that are really passionate about cemeteries who are doing the work and just really want to know the right way to do it. Do you see any unmet needs or other audiences out there that you plan to address in the future? Sure. There's a lot of materials involved in cemeteries. Um, most of our workshops have evolved around stone, and that's one of the things we're, we've started uh, branching out from um, to look at ironwork, uh, bronze, zincs possibly, uh, start looking at more materials in cemeteries. You know, we've done wood, that sort of thing, to try to hit audiences that maybe know about the stonework in a cemetery, but maybe are curious or, or need information about uh, things like the fencing or the ironwork. Uh, we, we've talked to most groups. We do a lot of work with the Monument Builders North America. Um, that's a really good group to work with because they're really in the cemetery the most. Uh, they're the ones that, you know, put this, their ancestors put the headstones in originally, that sort of thing. Uh, so we've done a lot of work with those. So that's been a really good audience for us as well. Thanks for being here, Jason. Oh, thank you, Kevin. If you'd like to learn more about the National Center for Preservation Technology and Training and the Cemetery Monument Conservation Workshops, visit our website at www.ncptt.nps.gov. Until next time, goodbye everybody.